good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Blacksmith's Furnace. This time with myself, Pete, but today is going to be a very, very special episode. I've got two lovely people with me. Um, Vincent and Celine, introduce yourselves. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Vince. Um, I, I've been on the Blacksmith's Furnace a couple of times. A few times, yes. Um, so, yeah. You're um, our political correspondent. Yes, in, in that, that is my role today. I'm very excited to be on here. Indeed, indeed. And Celine? Hi, yeah, um, I'm equally excited as I was just uh, doing the accolades of thanking right from God in heaven all the way to <laughs> um, So I, I'm chuffed to be here. I'm, I'm really happy. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Sweet. So this episode came about because I acknowledged my political illiteracy and I thought it would be good to get some people on that... Um, have spent a little bit more time paying attention uh, than I have. Um, but I thought it would be good, given we're going into an election, given um, the results of these elections, I think more significantly than most of the previous elections, will affect young people. Um, and I thought, let's let's have a conversation, a, a, a real and as unbiased as possible conversation about the candidates, about what they're promising mm. and about what's real um, and realistic in their promises. And I thought I'll get you guys on to to help us go through that. Yeah, sounds yeah. great. Cool. All right, so <laughs> if we, should we start with, because, all right, so how many of the candidates going are serious candidates at this point in the sense of, really have a, a chance to to actually be you know get the keys to number 10 um really it's two um yeah so. yeah it's it's two i mean joe swinson joe swinson <laughs> i mean joe swinson started this election by saying she could be britain's next prime minister um right. and has now said you know it's going to be a tory majority and you know we should lend her some votes so that boris johnson doesn't get an absolute majority mm. so i think by virtue of that, it's two. It's either Jeremy Corbyn mm. or Boris Johnson. And that's a very interesting choice okay. um, for the electorate. Just before you go on, because I think Celine may have something to say regarding no, if it's two or not. Um, when Vince said two, I thought he was actually going to say Joe Swinson and <laughs> 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 someone else. But I think for me, I've, I've thought that all three have... Okay, until the Liberal Democrats actually brought out their manifesto... Mm. Mm. Was, was a bad manoeuvre, um, really, really bad manoeuvre. Um, I thought that all three had possible um, chances just because I think people are, some people are on the fence about coming to Labour as it stands. Yeah. <clears throat> so you have people who, you know, have right-wing views and they're just sort of like, I don't know if I want to vote for um, Labour, nor do I want to actually vote for the Brexit party. Yeah. And then you have people who are just like, put off by the, the Tories, but you also have people who comfortably vote those two parties. Mm. And then you have people who are like apathetic, like myself, um, and thinking, okay, maybe the Lib Dems might help. I mean, they've lied in the past, but they've got a good <laughs> now. Uh, it might not be a case where they're actually going to, like it, it might be genuine. Mm. Yeah. And then they come up with their manifesto, which I think we're going to get into later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the manifesto didn't really help matters. Um, mm. But I think equally they're all still... If you're a Remainer mm. and if you are thinking of life ahead in like a few years, I think if you're an 18-year-old or if you're like 20 at uni, you might vote for the Lib Dems. Mm. Just because their manifesto sounds quite flowery, but every I guess we'll get into it, but it sounds yeah. quite everything... Yeah. Every, Everything is great under the Liberal Democrats. Yeah, everything sounds quite flowery, but in terms of economics and in terms of like just social, how we're going to be socially, it's like we're not going to see the fruits of it until like 2020. Mm. Sorry, 2025. Mm. Mm, so, mm. Um, so like one example, I think we've, we've kickstarted already, so mm, I can get yeah. into it. Um, one example well, well, actually, is... Just, just, before, just before you go into the examples, I just want to get a sense of because you guys have all seen seemingly ruled out the Brexit party, yeah, the Green Party, yes, and I think a yeah. few years ago there was a Christian party, but I'm not seeing them anywhere. I, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the Greens and, and the um, 
the Greens and, and the Brexit Party, you mm. guys have ruled out. Any reason why in particular? Or is it just they, they don't look like they have a chance? First past the post. It's, mm. it's all about the electoral system. And first past the post, the way it stands, you can either have a Conservative Prime Minister on February 13th or a Labour Prime Minister on February 13th. The idea that you get a Liberal Democrat Prime Minister is interesting, but only if perhaps half of the country takes leave of its senses and votes Liberal Democrat, <laughs> um, which wow. is unlikely and to happen. Who have comfortably voted Tory or I mean, Labour. this is the thing. You know, you're talking mm. about Tory voters who are in, you know, the English shires suddenly saying, you know what, after 40 years of voting Tory, I'm going to vote Lib Dem. Mm. It just seems unlikely. Okay. Nigel Farage is never going to be Prime Minister, and I think that's welcome news to everybody. Mm. Um, <laughs> but 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 his party is not going to get a majority okay. neither are the greens for mm. you know all of perhaps you know some of the sense that they talk about in their manifesto mm. they still only have one mp um it's been right. one mp for okay. a long period of time mm. and so the electoral system constrains us mm. a little bit um which is why you know we can disregard all of those people and focus right. on the two who practically could do it okay okay so so then let's go into the lib dems and um mm their manifesto and i think maybe a good place to start would be just in general what their manifesto is promising and why from the sounds of things it's it's not likely and, and like celine said we won't see the effects if they were to come into power until 2025. Mm. i'll just start really quick i think mm. one of the reasons why i just remembered now was uh one of the reasons why i was thinking that the lib dems could actually win was um a win sort of a majority of some sort or we'll see like a another um, coalition. Coalition. Well, yeah. because don't think we've got the people from Independent and Change UK Party yeah. who have now become Lib Dems. So mm. Sam Jima, I don't know if Chuka Muna is now a Lib Dem. Chuka is a Lib Dem. He's standing yeah, in the so uh, City of, of London. Yeah. Yeah. So all of these people now, all of these MPs, which are also all London MPs or close to London, have become Lib Dems. So I was thinking that, okay, is this going to be a case where we're actually going to see a Lib Dem government or we're going to see another coalition? Mm. Um, especially if that MP has been really good mm. or especially if people in those areas have actually voted for their MP because their MP is their MP mm. um, or because of the party. But quickly back onto the manifesto, I think it's shambolic. Shambolic. <laughs> <laughs> um, like that. Yeah. Okay. So, I think every all these three parties, they're kind of um, the three main things that, or maybe four main things that everybody's kind of like looking for them are mm. is Brexit mm-hmm. and our economy, yeah, uh, some sort of social idea. So, mm-hmm. uh, childcare, NHS, or, yeah, uh, yeah, childcare and NHS. Um, so I'll, I'll go with those three things. Um, and the Lib Dems have just gone out and said, well, we don't really care about all the votes that came um, <laughs> on the 22nd of March, on the mm. 22nd of June 2016. We're just going to stop it completely. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying it's shambolic, because that's mm. the first thing that they're so eager to promote and say that, yeah. Um, and it's just, I feel like it's quite, it's tramping on democracy. It it's is, taking yeah. us back, not where we need to be. It's saying this is what it is. And then you've got good old uh, Jezza, um, <laughs> who is saying I'm going to remain neutral which I also yes. think is a I, I think he's excuse me say silly but, um, but, but Celine just to pick you up on that point so I mean yeah. it, it's taken a long time for us to even get to the point whereby he's Jeremy Corbyn's declared himself neutral but doesn't it make yeah. sense now doesn't the policy now make sense because isn't his argument that we'll renegotiate within three months, we'll have a referendum within six months, and then we'll implement the will of the people from the legally binding new referendum. And the only way that Jeremy Corbyn can do that is by remaining neutral so that he can bring the country together. I mean, that, that may, I mean, even if you disagree with it, and I do, and I'll come on to why in a moment, yeah. that it does make the Labour policy make a little bit more sense. I, no, 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 because you can't tell me, listen, politics, mm. neutrality, they are parallel. They will yeah. never, ever be, like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Like, I'm sure he has an opinion on Brexit, but because, for me, 
Hmm. Um, and I don't know if this is a, the cynical part of me, but you cannot tell me that you're neutral. You can tell me in public that you're neutral, but you can't tell me that you didn't have. And like, on what cause, on what grounds? Like, oh, okay, so on what grounds are we going to have another referendum? On the grounds that people didn't know what they wanted to vote for, or people were scaremongered into into voting, what? or we didn't have enough enough people um, uh, in the electorate at that yeah. time who actually wanted to vote. So it's it's uh, it's kind of made the fifty one forty nine uh, equilibrium like not really an equilibrium. Mm. Like on what ground are we actually doing that? Because then you're kind of breaking the law. <laughs> and again, it's, it's, no, you kind of are because mm. the referendum you put votes into law. And I remember hearing a quote. Um, I forget who said it, but um, they said that a referendum is a dictator's way of 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 saying that you have a bit of democracy because. He can turn around and say that, oh, yeah, you guys said this, but um, really and truly, I'm going to remain neutral and we're going to remain. Yeah. And we know that Labour are a rem- is, a, is a remain party. Mm. So for him to, like... But, he, but he's not he's not a remainer. I, I, he's not a remainer. He's long been a Eurosceptic. And if he wasn't in the position of leader of the opposition, he would likely have backed leave. I think the only problem is is that he he's surrounded by a cabinet who are strong remainers. His party passed a motion of which to back a people's vote. And I think the point on Jeremy Corbyn neutrality, I agree with you, it's silly. Just because Jeremy Corbyn has been one of those conviction politicians, and they're very rare in British politics. But this is a man who said that, you know, at a time when Thatcher was a bit iffy about whether apartheid was right or wrong, you know, this is a man who was saying apartheid was wrong. This is a man who's had clear stances on Israel and the Iraq war. To say that the most pressing the issue of our time, Brexit, I'm going to remain neutral. I mean, it's disgusting. Um, and it, it, it flies in the face of everything that he has done as a politician. And it it is cynical and it's a political manoeuvre and he should just Thank come you. out as, you know, leave or remain. Can I can I just ask you guys a question here? Because this is my uh, illiteracy coming in. Um, if he is to say he is remain, how does that make him any different from Joe Swinson? If he is saying, I want to remain and mm. put me in power, um, how, you know, where, 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 do we, where do we draw the line between someone saying, look, the party is quite obviously a remain party mm. um but in my in my view that his taking a stance of neutrality it sounded to me like look we talked about wanting brexit and mm. um celine all the things you said i think yeah y- you can't really make a grounds for them as to why we need a new referendum mm. but what we've seen in the past has it been three years mm. i think since we voted brexit is they've been unable to do it yeah they've been unable to get a a deal that makes that that that's makes sense to the larger majority of parliament and yeah. thus we we voted for something what we got you know what what's come of it after the fact is now this whatever deal they have mm. and saying okay this is what you're actually going to get mm. do you still want to go for it or do you want to now remain if you if 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 you look at it like that mm. Is there is there sense in in taking a neutral stand? No, there, oh. I mean there is. A, <laughs> I mean, there's there still isn't sense because look, at the end of the day, politics is about you. You must be for something in politics, and that's what the electorate is voting on. The electorate can't vote on supposed neutrality, but we're going to give you a, a people's vote, and we're going to not have a Tory Brexit, but we're going to have a Labour Brexit, which is just going to make things better. And we're going to put a Labour Brexit against Remain. And most of the shadow cabinet, which may be the cabinet by December 13th, mm. will back Remain. But I, Jeremy Corbyn, the leader of the government, will not campaign for any side. I mean, it it it, it seems like an abdication of leadership. Like the biggest test, lead this country on this issue. I mean, even if you disagree with David Cameron and what he did on Brexit, he campaigned to remain. When he lost, I mean, he went away. Really? Jeremy Corbyn yeah. is not even putting his head on the line to do anything so mm. that he can mm. keep his job, perhaps. I mean, it's, 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 it's poor. It's poor form. Two things really quickly, based on what you said. You said Labour Brexit, um, and I wanted to touch on that. But before that, I wanted to talk about how... Who have we had before Bojo... Boris Johnson, mm. um, Theresa May. Theresa May. Mm. The reason why he leaves office 
Um, it's because of this whole idea of how you... So she was a Remainer, yeah. but the Conservatives, or a large part of the Conservatives, were lobbying that we leave, right? So here you have someone who's like, okay, I was a Remainer, but equally I'll, I, I want to help this, you know, I love the country that I love. I want to I stay here and I want to make sure that everything goes superb and I want to see it through. It was very, very hard for her in the end, as we saw. Mm. The fact that she cried on public television. So, like, you cannot tell me that even if Jeremy Corbyn is a Eurosceptic, that that idea will not ever come into the idea that he's he's in a he's in a party that wants to remain. Mm. It will be hard because don't forget they will be the people. They would be like the Jacob Reese Moggs. They will be, be they'll be taunting the Prime Minister. Mm. Like if if, if um, Jeremy Corbyn is in power, it's going to be a thing where it's going to be worse how we hear how his party members, his uh, MPs don't like him. It's going to be worse because if he's a Remainer and you're like, well, hang on, um, really, we shouldn't stay. You're going to have foes. You're going to have enemies, right? Mm. It's going to end up where you're going to resign or you're going to either bully people to leave, like how, you know, and then you're saying a Labour Brexit. Brexit is a conservative issue and I think we need a conservative government to sort it out. I'm not saying it's a conservative <laughs> issue. It's true. No, 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 go, go for it. Because the conservatives kicked it off, but yeah. Europe has always been a conservative... The idea of the European Union has mm. always been a conservative project. Mm. It's never really been done well by the Labour government. I mean, tell me one... I guess Tony Blair in the Latin has, uh, has done well. To, uh, and Treaty of Lisbon, but, not great. Exactly. You've got the John Major, like John Major did it fantastically when he said, no, we're going to still have the pound. Um, and, you know, Europe are still going to... Like, these are the things where I'm saying that the Conservatives or the Conservative government have always known how to handle Europe. Yeah. Winston Churchill was a Conservative Prime Minister. He got us into the European Union. He he helped create the, um, the European Union. So when I hear the idea of a Labour Brexit, I'm like, they're just going to make it worse. Why don't you wait? Let them let the Conservatives fix everything they need to fix, brush what they need to brush under the carpet, you know, pack everything nicely, empty any jars that they need to empty, and then come into power, and then be like, yeah, I feel like that would help Labour sustain themselves even longer and stay into power than mm. them saying, we, we solve Brexit. Labour isn't, Labour as an idea, or the Labour Party and their, their ideas, mm. isn't suitable for something like Europe. Because, if you have a, if, if if you have, so I understand Labour to be some some sort of a socialist idea, and what I understand by socialism, I don't really know much about socialism like that. But what I understand is that they want workers to be like they 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 are for the workers, yeah. and well, then the in many, today, yeah. they help identity politics mm. and all these kind of stuff. So if we have these two main things as I don't that campaigning on identity politics. So like whoever you are, mm. black, male, female, whoever you are, wherever you are, Britain is your home. Mm. That's fantastic. They would, act, and also um, uh, being for the workers. You can't tell me that these people wouldn't want to remain in a bigger, wider society where they can benefit from. Mm. They would surely they would welcome you know people from Romania, people from uh, Hungary, and the likes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying that when you say that someone, when someone says they're neutral on this and we've known how you voted before and then you've also been, you know, kind of named as someone who's a bit extreme with your views, you can't tell me that you're going to automatically become a Remainer and you can't automatically tell me that Brexit, uh, Labour has a way of solving Brexit. Till this day, and I was going to mention this, till mm. this day, every Conservative MP that battles with a with a Labour MP, uh, when they're on TV, when I get the chance to watch them on TV, they're always like, Labour hasn't actually told us how they're going to solve Brexit. And it's true. Labour hasn't. At least the Lib Dems, poor Lib Dems, have said, stop it. You know what I mean? Like, but but, La- Labour, but Labour has been clear. Labour has said, we're going to renegotiate the withdrawal agreement. So Boris Johnson's oven-baked and- deal that <laughs> needs to go into a microwave and... Um and you know it it 
it. It's all ready to go. They're going to reopen it and they're going to have a customs, permanent customs union, single market alignment, greater rights for workers' rights and environmental protections and things like that. You put that to the people within six months, whatever the people decide, then the Labour government implements it. And they would say that's that's a very simple way of dealing with Brexit. I agree with you. Labour shouldn't touch Brexit with a barge pole. However, it is the biggest issue of our political time. And again, to to walk back from it is an abdication of leadership. Jeremy Cor- what Jeremy Corbyn's doing currently by being neutral on it is an abdication of leadership. Um, Labour's position, unfortunately, though, is just... it's. It's, it doesn't have the clarity of the Liberal Democrats or the Conservative Party. Mm. The Conservatives, you know, just want to get Brexit done. The Liberal Democrats will revoke Article 50 and stop the whole thing. Labour's a bit more nuanced than things. And it, it, it depends on whether voters will believe Jeremy Corbyn and the Labour Party to actually do that or not. And it goes back to what Salim was saying earlier on about democracy. In this country, we held a referendum and leave one to mm. the surprise of many people. It is only right that that result is implemented before we even have a discussion about whether, you know, we should actually go back into EU or not. The idea that you'd have a referendum before implementing the result of the first referendum they did is laughable. Even when you factor into it the idea that people didn't know what they were voting for and there were lies and everything like that. Well, I mean, in fairness, the same can be said for any election that has ever been fought in this country. There have been, you know, lies really clear-cut and lies, you know, a little bit more subtle. Mm. They've been told that every single election, promises made to the electorate at every single election, that have not happened. Do we then say that, you know, what well, actually, when, when, you know, for example, when something like AV doesn't come in after the referendum, no, we're going to change the government again. We don't do that. Mm. Now, yes, there is a mechanism by virtue of the fact that we're in the parliamentary democracy that obviously we, we do get to re-elect governments uh, or parties or not. But on a, a single issue thing like Brexit, it is really just important to implement the result as it is now. And even if you did have this second referendum, imagine if it was Remain one and then Leave would say, you know, why not have another referendum? Because actually we didn't actually weren't so clear on what Brexit is. But if we're this more, much more clear on Brexit, we might win it. And then we just get into a never-ending spiral. And this country has bigger issues mm. than Brexit. All right. So speaking on, on bigger issues, I do want to... Let's move away from Brexit because mm. I think the three major players have made their stances clear or mm. otherwise. <laughs> um, but what are the other things that will affect, especially the young voters, mm. in um, in the coming years that this election or, or that the manifestos have indicated what the various parties are going to do about. So you mentioned like the NHS, especially yeah. um, I, I am concerned about the NHS, yeah. you know, especially uh, uh, pay workers, taxes, yes. etc. So what are the other things that we should be mindful of and what are the manifestos saying on those things? The NHS you should be mindful of, um, mm. just because Labour's Labour's greatest attack line to the Conservatives is that um, the Conservatives will sell out um, the um, NHS in trade talks with the United States. Mm. And although uh, Donald Trump has said he's not interested in that, Boris Johnson was uh, unequivocal in the last uh, ITV TV debate that you know that's not absolutely up for grabs. It's really concerning for a lot of people that you could get NHS, which is more privatised, and you yeah. kind of weaken the, the principles of the NHS. So I think for a lot of young people, it will be about working out what the parties want to do with the NHS. Yeah. The NHS in itself needs a lot of reform to get it to a place whereby, you know, it's healthcare free at the point of use yeah. is actually really effective and actually really helpful uh, to a lot of people. Yeah. I think looking at all the manifestos, one thing is clear is that all the parties know this and are throwing money at the NHS. Mm. Um, so the Liberal Democrats have committed to £7 billion a year to the NHS, according to their manifesto. Labour's averaging about £5 billion a year. And the Conservative Party, which, remember, emblazoned on the bus, the leave, Vote Leave bus, £350 million. Yeah. They've said that they're going to do £650 million a week 
into the NHS, which is more, you know, it's not quite double, but it's nearly double mm. that 350 million pounds. And I think for young voters, it's about not being dazzled by the money, mm. but actually what's the money going into? There's a huge shortage of nurses. Yeah. And what parties are saying on bursaries and training is really, really important. Okay. Labour is saying a lot of, making a lot of good noises about what it's going to do in terms of bursaries and mm. things. The Conservatives, which have just released their manifesto and I've had a quick skim read of it, um, is a bit more restrictive in terms of what it's doing for bursaries. Um, right. I think the Labour spokesperson said that it's, it amounts to not a lot. Mm. Um, so it's things like that. I think at the end of the day, young voters should not be persuaded by the fact that a party says we're going to spend X billion or X million on this. Mm. Because a lot of our, these issues aren't fixed by just money. Mm. They require actual reform and actual changes. Mm. We need a lot more doctors, so you need to increase the amount of doctors that can actually come into this country. Mm. And all of this actually links back into Brexit. Because if you have a conservative Brexit and you get an Australian point-style, uh, points-based uh, system, mm. um, that's going to affect the amount of labour that you can bring into this country, mm. of which we need for an NHS. Yeah. Um, labour is also a bit non-committal about free movement um, at the moment, but all of these things, you know, we'll need, we will need to have a strong NHS. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting in that respect as to um, what the parties are saying on the NHS. Mm. So yeah, what, what what do you think about what the parties are saying on the NHS as well? <sighs> <laughs> do you know what <clears throat> what Vincent said is literally like I think as a young voter, um, I'm uninformed about the NHS. Mm. Um, I know the history of the NHS. That's because that's me personally, mm. and what I what I'm interested in um, as a, as a person. Um, but I'm looking at a peer of mine who hasn't had the privilege of um, I don't know someone who hasn't been to uni, or let's say they have been to uni, but they're not politically inclined, mm. and you know all of a sudden they they have backaches mm. and they're going to the A and E and they're seeing that. It takes a long time for something which is an emergency. And when they go to the GP, the GP just says, oh, drink water. Mm, mm. This is what I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to, like, I'm still arriving at how I really feel about it because this is people's health. Mm. This is people's livelihoods. This is, this is something like, recently. Um, and it's, it's a shame that, I mean, I'm sure Atlee is turning in his grave right now. He's the guy mm. that sort of, got the whole NHS thing. Mm. We're famous for the NHS. Mm. I, I mean, to, just, just, to, just to chime in, because I think for me, the NHS became um, a big deal in my eyes by virtue of just personal experience. Mm. And, you know, I lived in Ghana. I lived in Ghana for a while. And um, there, there would be instances where you're going to the hospital, you're sick, and they're asking you to demonstrate how you can pay a bill before you're getting any sort of treatment mm. these yeah. times when my wife was pregnant you know at the middle in the middle of the night we're able to call 111 they called um the hospital and at one o'clock we're being seen you know so i i completely agree because i've also been to the a e with a twisted ankle and had to wait you know eight hours or so before mm. someone saw me but i recognize that it's so much better yes. than other places you know and so for me it's a big deal what they're saying i think um what 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 Vincent, what you mentioned about recognizing how you know it, it's not just the 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 big numbers it's what are you actually going to do and talking about the doctors talking about the nurses, talking about bursaries and getting students in i think is 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 really important uh, um um to know because yeah. uh, it, it puts a different light on who can actually do what they're saying they're going to do exactly yeah it's a shame because sometimes you kind of you need to see that we've had a conservative government since what 2010 yes um, and don't forget that the tories have so tories were like they were people they were they backed merchants remember before we can even vote yeah. like I, I just want us to see the severity the, the, of yeah yeah no, no. voting for mm. um but before you had what what we now call the conservatives we had tories before we could all vote the working man didn't have the right to vote. It was mm. earls, dukes, 
and merchants. Mm, the mm. fact that I own something, the fact that I'm contributing to society a large sum of money mm. gives me the right to have suffrage, give me the right to have voted, like I can vote. Mm. So, and that's been the long-standing thing as, uh, for, for the Conservative Party. Mm. So this is equivalent to businesses and businesses is a big thing. Mm. Uh, that before, I think I've just heard Vincent say that the Conservatives just get, brought out their manifesto, but they've been chucking little little policies that they're going to implement at us. And Boris Johnson has been carefully um, ignoring the question about, is the NHS going to be brought out? Because it's kind of like, hey, presto, understand that this is the Conservative Party. We deal with businesses. Mm. We're capitalism in the British society at its finest. So somebody wants to buy into... There's nothing wrong with somebody wanting to buy into something that's welfare. Mm. But then they forget that money doesn't necessarily look after people. Yeah. Like, it's that whole idea of money can't buy happiness. Like, yeah. pump money into it and buy it out, um, but forget the human element of mm. it. Mm. That's what I'm saying, that people are kind of seeing this on a personal front where when we had this whole, like, um, smart start that the Labour government needs to bring out in the early, late short start, 90s. Yeah. Mm. Short start, sorry. Um, you kind of felt like, oh, yeah, like, I am safe. I am healthy. Mm. I'm fine. Mm. And then now, if we leave, and also people, people are forgetting that when we leave the European Union, people who are diabetic, people who have who need to use um, facilities mm. like electronic facilities, like chairs and all these kind of stuff, these things are not produced in the UK. They're produced in Denmark and Norway. Mm. And when you like, so I remember telling someone that like, you know, so when we are voting to leave and all that kind of stuff. Have you seen like the inscriptions sometimes yeah. on the back of our our tablets? Mm. It tells you. Sometimes they say it's produced like in a factory in Chesan or something. Mm. But most most times, like the the diabetic pins, all these things, we don't produce much stuff. Mm. So I think because I'm I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm trying to come back to say that. So the conservatives are like, okay, well money can solve that issue too because when we buy it and when we buy them off or when we sell them off mm. we'll have the americans and who doesn't like dollars well we shouldn't like dollars dollars mm. are dollars 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 they're nice at face front but they mess things up mm. so for a long time the european union has stopped things like genetically modified yeah. food yeah mm-hmm. yeah if we leave the european union and we don't and we're now having to take time to actually um like sort out trading with other countries mm. of course of course uncle 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 america is going to have open yeah. arms yeah. but it means on my terms yeah america sneezes and the whole world has a has a cold as yeah. the saying goes mm. like we need to really look at this thing and be mm. like sorry i'm being quite philosophical about it but it's just mm. more like like this is people's health yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah um and we've got an issue with obesity mm. But America's got a worse. It's kind of like someone who's kind of worse off, but because they're rich, you're you're taking their money. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And, and, we've, always, and we've always money. had that special relationship with America, which every British prime well, minister is very keen to to emphasize. Except Jeremy Corbyn. Except Jeremy Corbyn, who would you know yeah. would rip up that special relationship, probably. Yeah, I think tax is the next one. Yeah. Mm. Um, and this is why I, I'm so sorry for the Lib Dem voters. You're um, <laughs> a Lib Dem voter. Um, I'm really sorry. I, 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 I'm not opinionated in any way, but your manifesto has made me really, really opinionated mm. um, over the past few days. So I think they're taxed. They're kind of they're going to do something like um, I think they're going to take one p off. Or no, they're going to yes, add one one p. Yes, you're right. They're going to add one p onto everybody's tax. So flowery, so unreal. <laughs> but why are they doing that? They're doing that, remember, to it's to try and raise money for the NHS, isn't it? The seven billion. Yeah. It's one P on every tax band. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not convinced. I'm saying that like something like that, you're putting one P on every taxpayer, right? Okay. So our taxpayer our tax our tax does not just go to the NHS. Mm. So we're going to only see the results of this in 2025 when you're coming up for re-election and you show us those results, yeah. surely. So you can't tell me that the NHS is dying 
it's a bit like, excuse me to say, it's, it's like, and I, I say this hoping it doesn't incriminate my integrity, but you're saying it, it's like working for these bureaucratic organizations. You're saying that you want to do good, mm. but it's going to take a long time. I need the help now. <laughs> I need the help now. Mm. You, guys, you can't tell me that I'm going to add one P to your tax and some of it's going to go to the Queen to refurbish part of Buckingham Palace. Mm. Some of it go to buy weapons for someone else. Some mm. of it's going to go here. Some of it's going to go here. And then six years down the line, we'll sort out your health mm. issue. So if you break your leg, it's fine. Just take six hours. If, if, <laughs> if your brother, if, if unfortunately your brother's friend um, isn't in the unfortunate circumstances of, of, of getting stabbed, um, yeah, they might they might have a, a, a dire problem because mm. your your doctor has been on strike mm. uh, for the past I don't know three weeks, and when he came, he not that he had the moral obligation, but he was quite tired. Mm. Well, he's been on many shifts. Like these are the things that money doesn't help because of the love of money or because we're thinking structural ways. We don't take time to actually reason out and look into. Mm. Um, so that's why I'm saying that it's really flowery. Yeah. yeah. If you're saying one P, it's like you're, it's like doing cancer research where we put um, small one P's <laughs> yeah. in bucket. Mm. I'm not saying that those things don't work, and I'm not well, saying even that, even that all of that goes to cancer research. Where. <laughs> It makes me think, okay, so what has my tax been going to already? So far. Has mm. my tax been going to the NHS? Mm. Or mm. Um, mm. So, yeah, sorry, Libden, but I, I'm not... <laughs> So 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 one p one p won't necessarily work yet. One p on in every tax, but no. I mean, it's interesting. It's mm. it's just. I mean, the Liberal Democrats. Yeah, it's 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 just always been one. The Liberal Democrats are very innovative in in the way they do things. It doesn't mm. necessarily get you the results straight away. Oh, they're, um, they're liberal, aren't they? They're, they're liberal, liberal with the truth and with. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter. <laughs> You've so gone la- political. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Labour, Labour oh, and their Labour, Labour's interesting. Tax on the five percent. That so uh, again. So this is this is this is very much got everybody's backs up on mm. on Twitter and everything else like that. So here the policy is that Labour would change the tax rates, and so currently everybody who earns a wage, um, you do not pay any tax on. I think it's the first twelve thousand five hundred pounds. Yeah, I think so. On the next amount of money, up until £80,000, what Labour is saying is that that rate will remain at twelve, uh, 20%. Yeah. So you're paying 20% on the 67500 which gets you to the 80000 mm. Then this is where the changes come in. Because yeah. then on anything above, above 80000 80, up until about 125000 Labour is saying we're going to tax that at 45%. Currently, it's at 40%. Okay. And that's where people are like, goodness me, that's a lot of money. Mm. Um, and then above that, Labour's even saying, but if you earn above £125,000, mm. we'll tax anything above that at 50%. Okay. Um, so that's all to raise money. I mean, Corbyn's big mantra at this election has been, you know, it's the people versus the elite. Yeah. This is him going after the elites, the yeah. 5% mm. uh, of top earners in the country. But there is debate about whether people who, uh, whether people who earn £85,000 or £80,000 are really a part of the 5% and people mm. don't really seem to know. Um, and, you know, I don't I don't really have an opinion on it. I think £80,000 mm. £85, is a lot of money yeah. uh, to be um, given to anybody for any sort of role. Mm. Um, that being said, the cost of living has increasingly gone up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the way in which people spend their money is different. Mm. And... Um, so I think it's hard to attack those who earn eighty thousand pounds as as being, you know, too self interested when mm. looking at Labour's policy. I mean, looking at some of the research, some of the research just saying that le- people would pay like an extra twenty one pound. Yeah. Month. So that's the thing. So is it's that very it's nominal. Realistically, yeah. not looking like that drastic a change. It isn't, but. Factor in also that Labour is also going to introduce a whole wealth of other taxes mm. to come in too. So now inheritance tax is going to be new corporation tax, which is going to be reset, which is going to be just in line with just a little under what Germany's doing at the moment. Mm. And loads of other taxes too. So if you take the sum of all of that together, people could perhaps be paying much more in tax than mm. they are now. And that's not only affecting those who are earning £80,000, it's affecting all of us. Mm. Um 
But we know this from Labour, though. Mm. I, I'm surprised it surprised people. Mm. I mean, Labour is the party of taxation. It will tax you because its whole mantra is the state must get larger. State intervention is the best way in which we are able to define and make about the society in which we want to see. Mm. Um, and so to do that, we need the money to do that. Yeah. Where do we get the money? From the people. Yeah. And who are we going to target? The wealthy, yes, but it's going to affect all of us. Mm. So I don't think anyone should deceive themselves that you will not be paying more tax mm. um, under a Labour government. You absolutely will. Mm. And you may not feel it now, but you probably will feel it. Um, mm. But you may get better schools, better healthcare, uh, free university tuition. I'm hoping they're going to write off my university tuition uh, <laughs> debt. Um, loads of other things too. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that either. Um, but you yeah. know, it's 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 all of that taken in some. I I think people are going to have to pay more tax and just yeah. accept it. Mm. Um, you know, I I personally agree with a big state. I really do. Mm. I think it, it is the best way in which to bring about the sort of society that la a Labour government would want. Mm. Um, but the Conservatives have said today that actually for th for them, it's as a triple lock on taxes and the only thing they're going to reduce is national insurance right. contributions. So people would end up paying less right. Right. Um, because your national insurance contributions would go down or rather should go down. Mm. Okay. And, and how would that affect people later on when they're wanting to take a state pension? Well, that would be interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, you, you, well, but remember also that the retirement age has gone up. Yeah. So it's longer at a lower rate. Right, right. So your yield perhaps won't be yeah. as great as it, as it would. Mm. So that is also something to consider. But arguably, Conservatives are doing that for political reasons because they know that on tax, Labour has the right argument. And mm. Conservatives, when Boris Johnson was coming in as um, leader, were very adamant in saying, or Boris Johnson was very adamant in saying that he wanted to cut taxes on high earners because mm. obviously it's about trickle down economics yeah. if i give you a tax cut well all your great wealth is going to trickle down into the economy which is not true we know that doesn't yeah. happen mm. um and so he stopped himself from doing that and just pledged to freeze everyone's taxes so you're just going to pay the same mm. but i'll may lower national insurance for you so that you feel that the you you're know getting you're getting a little bit more money okay so I mean, whether you believe that you buy that or not is another thing. But your services arguably would remain relatively the same. Mm. So anyway, how do you feel about the conservative position on taxing? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so I, haven't, I haven't had the chance to actually read the conservative manifesto. I think maybe it came out yesterday or today. Today, literally mm. two yeah. hours ago. Yeah. Because I was going to, like, in preparation for tonight, I was like, well, I've given the time of day we're recording now. <laughs> um, but before this, I was like, okay, I was just going to sort of say that, yeah, the Conservatives haven't really been playing and they've just sort of been releasing small policies and reforms mm -hmm. here and there. Mm -hmm. So I haven't had the time to look at the manifesto yet. But something interesting that Vince was just saying that made me question another thing was by virtue of the fact that things are going to be privatised, by virtue of the fact that... Um, things are going to be more expensive by virtue of the fact that we're leaving the European Union, mm. things will become expensive. So keeping the tax rate the, the way it is and reducing a bit of the NA, the national, the NI, um, the NI taxing mm. yeah. is, um, is a generous gift. And that's why I think that everybody, maybe not so much the Labour government, everybody's thinking about the future and what it's going to what's going to happen in the future. Mm. Um, like in a few years time when you can really, when you should really see the impact um, because we're, we're leaving the European un Union with a, with a conservative government, we're leaving. Yeah. Um, so it means that you might have to pay, well, you're going to pay for health services. You're going to pay for, um, I mean, you're going to pay for a few things mm. that are quite expensive. Um, so prescriptions are about nine pounds in my local area now. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, before medicine was free. Mm. Mm. Um, so like, this is a nice gift from the conservatives. They, they might not say it's a nice gift. Um, but it's, it's a nice gift because everything, things are going to get prioritized. I mean, the train to, to, to yeah. like up north mm. had gone up like crazy. Yeah. 
So it's, it's a nice gift to you. But is it, I mean, surely it's a gift that covers the cost of Brexit. That's it, it really. It, 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 that's what it will do. It just covers the, any any hike in, in, in imports or anything like that. This NI contribution decline covers the cost of that. Mm. You feel like you get more money, but actually you will spend more money. Your purchasing yeah. power mm. will be exerted much more on the basic items because mm. we, we had, as Celine rightly says, have left the European Union under a Conservative government and would be treated by the EU as a third state. Mm. And, you know, that's not a great position to be in. No. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anyone should really be excited by the fact that there isn't going to be much, like, more, more tax with the Conservative government. Yeah. And there's going to be something low um, because it's going to hit you. Mm. You're going, mm. like, yeah. You're going to buy, like, oranges for, like, five pounds when it was... Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, okay, maybe not five pounds, but... To be fair, I have bought I have bought an orange um, for five something in another currency. Mm-hmm. So like, it's gonna get crazy. Mm. But I mean, isn't I mean for the young voters listening then, Celine, isn't that even more reason to vote for a party which isn't so foolhardy on Brexit? Then, mm. just given the repercussions that we're all talking about, and given the fact that it link Brexit links to everything, you can't ha- you can't talk about the NHS without talking about Brexit. You can't talk about education without talking about Brexit. So then, does that, should that rule out the Conservative Party for most young people? And should most young people be looking to Labour or the Liberal Democrats just because the consequences of Brexit mm. are far too stark? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jamie, no, take, take notes. So, this is how you um, take a decisive... <laughs> it's true. Okay, so... I'm quite long-winded, um, so forgive me about how I'm going to arrive at this. Mm. Um, I've I've been reading Proverbs. I'm a Christian, you see. <laughs> so, and there's a okay. This okay. This whole idea of when so with the, I don't think the Labour government helps the young person who's just come out of university. I think it's helpful. Wait, I think the Labour government mm. gives that that young person that's left university the willpower and the emotional power to be like, yeah, they've, 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 they've mucked you over because you've got so much debt and it helps you feel sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. But what, when I was bringing Proverbs into it is when there's this, so this story of, let's say, a dad and his son or a mum telling his son that if you flirt with, with this kind of woman, if you flirt with this idea of, of in, indulging in so much of your sin and, and feel sorry for yourself and, and and if you flirt with this, it's going to lead you into some sort of destruction. I think that a young person, and sorry, this might sound a bit too extreme, but I think that a young person that comes out of university needs to be pumped with the ideas of innovation. Okay. You really need, and this is conservative this is what conservatives do. I'm not saying that they do it all the time, mm. especially if you're from Tottenham or Croydon. Mm. And like, and you've seen the harsh realities of life, yeah. but you need to see innovation. You need to see that society appreciates your wicked and and mad and grandiose ideas. Mm. I don't think the Labour Party does that. Mm. I think the Labour Party tells you, find a job. Mm. They're gonna mess you over. Society's gonna mess you over. Everybody's skeptical in a Labour go- in a Labour in a Labour society. Honestly, like. But here we are, where we had, in 2010, when we had the Conservatives come in, and they were actually providing money for startups. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Where I'm saying that, like, that's what I mean. And it sounds a bit too strict, and it sounds like I'm like a 50 year old saying it, but I think, <laughs> no, but it's, it's something that you need because you because you're in uni, and like the 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 month the, the amount of money that you're gonna um, give. Sorry, one second. My mum's calling me. This is really bad. Well, what I will say is that I've spoken like a true conservative. Um, (laughs) Like a a real true blue conservative. Uh, (laughs) Would you like to to continue with your conservative defence of... of... So I wasn't necessarily... I mean, I'm an apathetic voter. Mm. So, but you, the you, early, you would say, the you, would you say you lean, you lean? Would you say you lean that way? Would you say you lean more yeah. conservative? I, I don't hide the fact that I lean, 
I don't think I'm right wing, but I lean towards conservatives ideas. Mm. But I've been brought up, born and raised in like inner city London. Mm. So when I was around 18, when I was kind of thinking about politics, I used to always think rich people are, are bad people. Mm. Until I got to uni, and this is where I, I left off, where I was like, until I got to uni and I was meeting so many different people and I was like, wait, no, this story is actually more complicated. It's not black and white. You're not just rich. Mm you're not just poor or like you're not just in the middle here mm. but what i was saying is that you go to uni and if you're from somewhere like tottenham or croydon um you've there's this sense of achievement because you've made it mm. and by the time you're like in second year you feel like you have ideas to to conquer the whole world mm. um, or you feel like you've got wicked and mad ideas and when you come out of uni you're faced with things like unemployment you're faced with things like just not being not not knowing what you actually want to do even mm. if you something that you really want to do and i think there isn't room in a labor in a labor society to sort of be like do do what you want to do the labor i that i've never really heard a labor answer where it's pointing you to, to 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 seek something as an individual it's more like okay if you're unemployed for now you can jump on some kind of benefits. We'll help you until you find a job. Mm. And and I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. Mm. Our, our means testing has always helped in society, but with a conservative government, it's more like, why don't you join a scheme? Why don't you join a program? Mm. In in that time, and I'm not saying that this is what the conservative government do, but I'm saying that in in the society where we do have, um, we do have conservative ideologies. It's it's not as conservative as we think it is. Mm, mm. It's a chance and a space to be innovative. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, and that's what I mean by a, a labor a labor government doesn't help a young person. But it's it's sad because there's so many young people in, la- in the labor government. Uh, Vince, um, I'll give you a, I'll give you a chance to just, respond to that. Um, <laughs> I I I have great respect for my dear friend Celine. However, I, thought, I saw you mouthing saying that's true. <laughs> so, I agree. Help, affirm me. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, I disagree wholeheartedly. Just because I think, um, you know, I think a Labour government has the people at its heart. And I mean, for me personally, I, 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 I despair in a little bit in terms of the way Jeremy Corbyn's fought this campaign in terms of the fact that it has been the people versus the elite. Because mm. I think a Labour government should be for everybody, mm. whether you are the poorest of the poor, the richest of the rich. And I know it's hard to have such a kind of really, truly broad church political party in this country. But that's what I think Labour should stand for. Mm. And I think for young voters, Labour is the party that is for you absolutely wholeheartedly this is a party that will back this is the party that will back you and remove tuition fees and implement hopefully a more progressive system of trying to pay for tuition fees and making Mm. sure that education is free at the point of use this is a party that's saying to people that actually you know what for the jobs that are coming ahead for these green jobs that we're going to need to do to tackle the climate emergency we're going to implement a system by which you can go to university or to your further education or higher education college and get qualifications so that you are ready to do these jobs Mm. i mean that's what a labor government is doing it is believing in the people It, it it places its belief not in capitalism not in markets not in things like this but in the people Mm. And it invests in the people, not in the markets. And I think, you know, there are many cool and wonderful ideas that university students have. I think one of the criticisms that has been made of Jeremy Corbyn's manifesto is that it does seem like he spent a lot of time with university students and Mm. he's written all their ideas into his manifesto and that's it. Uh, And, you know, for how much mirth it causes and for how much truth there is, I I don't know. But there is... I think truly a belief in the Labour Party in young people, mm. that they are our future. This is not going into some sort of Whitney Houston song, but you know, young people are the future, definitely. I've seen Celine's eyebrows are raised. Um, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
But it, it, it is genuinely the case that in this country, labor stands with people. It is genuinely the case that when a single mother wants to go to work, it was a labor government that implemented Shawstat that ensured that her child had some form of education before they went to primary school. It is a Labour government that implements academy, uh, not not academies, but uh, the CTC programme, which was the precursor before the academies, Um, you know, and Blair, not it the was, it, but look, Blair, Blair's, <laughs> Blair I, I, like, I, I, I am a Blair, right, rather than a Corbynista. Um, but you know, it, it is, it is all of these things that help people. It's all of those things that are investments. And yes, I do not agree with Jeremy Corbyn on every, anything, but I see visions of that sort of new Labour ideology mm. in what he's doing. It is a fundamental belief in the people, and if you want radical change in Britain from December 13th, I don't think you can get more radical than the Labour manifesto. It just, it screams of kind of, you know what, we're going to tear down the whole state. I'm not looking at Selena at all at this point, but we're going to tear down the whole state. And I think Boris, what Boris Johnson would do was kind of keep plodding on and mm. tinker at the system. Jeremy Corbyn's saying, you know what, let's start all over again. Okay, so I, I want to try and summarise from what I've learnt. <laughs> The conservatives, the conservatives are probably the most, the the best equipped to, in the words of Boris Johnson, get Brexit done. Yeah. As it is now, as um, we've spent the last however many years doing it, and 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 you know, for the most part, I think like any marriage, you start talking about divorce, and you might as well have divorce because it will never go back to being the same. Mm. You know, feelings have been hurt, whatever. Um, Actually. So, <laughs> conservatives are the best to probably get that done. Mm. Um, outside of Brexit, talking about the NHS, they've made promises that, yeah, it's not, not going to be on the table. Mm. But in a capitalist, which, you know, I'm not saying they are capitalists, but mm. it does sound like, you know, it's all about making money and, and you know, you, you sell it off, you get a lot of money, but then it becomes a business. So, it does sound like the conservatives are going to be more likely to privatise the NHS and to privatise a lot of state services yeah. quicker um, than anyone else. So that's... And I mean, not to interrupt... Sorry to yeah. interrupt. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. It's, but I mean, a big issue at this election is trust. Who do you trust? Yeah. Yeah. And this, uh, I think this is this is what it will boil down to for many yeah. voters. Do you trust Boris Johnson when he says he is not going to uh, sell off the NHS and trade? Yeah. Well, I think that's where you have to look at the the character of the party. You do, yeah. and but also the character of the leader. Mm. Equally, do you trust Jeremy Corbyn to, to remain, remain neutral? neutral? On Brexit, mm. do you trust him to <laughs> deliver Brexit? Uh, <laughs> all right, you know, all right. so, so, then, so then, so then, that's the Conservatives. We, we, yeah. The Labour Party maybe not so uh, not so great in dealing with Brexit because Labour has you know that's that's not the kind of party that they are. They're, they're workers. They're you know for the many. Or it's literally become for the many against the elite. Um, but in terms of our NHS, in terms of the state services, they are most likely the ones that will go after the elite in hopes of um, funding some of these services and making them well not privatizing them making them more accessible making them public making them better in doing so but going after the elites to do that um uh and in terms of taxes as well i think you mentioned taxes mm. the conservatives are going to they're saying they're going to keep everything as it is mm. maybe lower national insurance yeah. but if they are conservative if it is a conservative government that's probably just going to be the covering the cost of a brexit and with other things going up, going up, that little that you save from your national insurance contribution will probably go towards that. Mm. In terms of taxes, the um, Labour government have said that they're going to add 5% on to the highest earners, yeah. 80,000 80, 80, and above. Realistically, it doesn't look like a lot, but you start charging them that, you will get some money in. Mm. They, are not, they are not going to raise... well everyone will end up paying taxes because yep. they're going to bring a lot of other taxes, but that will go to better NHS, better schools, better yeah. whatever, yeah. you know. If they scrap something like the tuition 
tuition fees that would be incredible yeah. i can only say that because i paid three thousand yeah yes <laughs> so, so i know i'm trying to be unbiased i paid for labor government too it was very true i mean mm. i mean labor yeah. labor government did introduce the tuition fees mm. Mm. that's that's actually not fair so that's no good that's no good point yes that's no good point to bring but at least that's what they're saying that yeah. they they will they are looking to scrap over these things by taxing the highest earners a bit more and then the Liberal Democrats, um, in the words of Celine, she's sorry for you guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're, their heads are in the clouds. Um, and it doesn't sound like they are actually going to be able to do what they're saying they're going to do. Or at least if they do do it, we won't see the effects of it until 2026, 25. Um, season, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm being really rude. <laughs> as a person I'd be like it's like I'm picking on them but it's just not like it's just not their season no. like, it's not their season so I think I think I think people will vote for them so mm. in order for them to get um, I think that we might see a coalition mm. actually mm. what's your prediction then mine yeah because I made a prediction on Friday and I, I, I rarely make predictions, but I made one on Friday. Okay. And I might adjust it as the election goes on. But I'm predicting Corbyn will get close. Okay. Yeah, I think he, I yeah. think he's going to have a minority government. Yeah, okay. I'm. That's, okay. that's my prediction. I think he's going to have a minority government and have to do a coalition with the Lib Dems. Mm. Yes. Uh, I would say um, something with the or SNP. The MSP. With the S- SNP, yeah. Yeah. SNP, yeah. 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 Are they MSP or SNP now? SNP. SNP, yeah. Which will, what, is that what, that's probably going to then lead to another referendum as to that, Scottish w- Yes, because Nicola Sturgeon has yeah. been clear she wants yeah, one next year. Yeah, that's what she year. wants to get, yeah. yeah. Um, whether she gets one next year is another thing entirely. But, okay, yeah. so that's your prediction, Celine. And your prediction was a minority government and a uh, coalition? Labour minority government. Mm. Um, and some sort of coalition that strongly involves the SNP, mm. SNP. <laughs> and the Lib Dems. So okay. um, I see Corbyn and I see a few of the Labour guys sort of making it kind of like you're not in the party Tories, like you can't join the party. Mm. So I think they're going to kind of join everybody um that's not Everyone Tories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Brexit, this is yeah. our small party and we're going to solve it. And then I think, slowly but surely, someone's going to do a vote of no confidence. We love doing that nowadays. Mm. We do. Mm. We someone's do. Vote okay. of no confidence. Uh, I, this is not a prophecy, I pray. <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to have a vote of no confidence. Mm. And um, from there, I think that's going to delay our... It's going to delay our negotiations. It's mm. going to delay... Um, our I, I see an event hap- I know an event is going to happen that's going to delay either a referendum with a Labour government or us leaving mm, mm. we have a Conservative okay. sorry Lib Dems I don't know what you guys uh, do <laughs> right. do you see any way that the Conservatives will win it and like get a majority um, so one thing I realised when Boris Johnson won was that there are actually British voters who are not looking at maybe Boris Johnson's appearance and how he's been known to speak and mm. how likened to Trump and they're not so liberal. Mm. So I do see another my because at the moment we have a minority government which yeah. is conservative. Yeah. Um and in the breakfast uh shows they actually go to a lot of old constituencies where they were very, very, very conservative. Yeah. And and then they're like swinging from different places. And when they do vote, they vote like they vote. They all, as a community, really vote one other party other mm. than the conservatives. Mm. So I see another. I think yeah. I just love saying I see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It sounds really uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, so I I think we might have another minority government. I, mm. But at the moment, I think we have a lot more apathetic people. Mm. Um, I speak on behalf of apathetic people um, because people are kind of like, I don't know who to believe. Yeah. Um, I think for a long time, we've kind of seen politics as like more of a technical thing rather than like a, we've forgotten that people actually do vote because they want to be loyal mm-hmm. um, or some people's loyalty like 
can get wrapped up in cynicism where they just like they don't know who to vote for mm. because they're hearing people say that uh, Boris Johnson is this and then they're hearing that no Jeremy Corbyn's that um, and then they're hearing Joe Swinson is this as well um, and I think one thing I've realised is that we actually don't care when we have a female prime minister. No, it's not. It's not that big a deal. Now. It's like, no. I mean, America's eager. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they're they're ahead of civilization, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we've we've had two, and we we're not we're not. I think every everybody votes for different reasons. Mm. Yeah. Everybody votes for a different reason. Some people vote because they've just always voted that way. Mm. But I don't, I don't think people are going to vote because they've heard that maybe Boris Johnson has become a misogynist and he doesn't pick up uh, Jennifer Akuri, whatever Akuri, her name. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, they, because she doesn't pick. That's not going to actually change his votes. Mm. Like it's, it's more of an American thing to, to happen. Mm. So mm. I, I'm really looking forward to how people are going to vote. Mm. Okay. Because, but I, I think it's going to be a minority. Government. Wherever it is. Oh, we never know. Mm. We never know. Okay, yeah. well, thank you guys. Thank, thank you guys you. for the time. Thank you. It's uh, it's been a, an interesting debate. <laughs> um, I think as someone who um, currently doesn't doesn't know, <laughs> but but is is concerned, I would say especially to the Christians, pray, just mm. pray about it. I think it's it's one of the things that we don't we don't recognize. It's important enough to pray about and then go and vote um and we normally just leave it oh well you know whoever is prime minister jesus is king that's true <laughs> that's true um but i i think i think your vote matters as well and casting your vote could be how god leads this country into the next phase of whatever it wants to be so that would be my advice and, and i think do do listen to this and take what you know Celine and Vincent has said on board and and and, and do some reading as well you know not to say yeah. either of you guys are liars you're not <laughs> but i think i think it's always, it's always worth us doing the research ourselves um and informing our decision um, a bit more so yeah thank you guys thank you guys so much thanks peter for taking the time thank you yeah and uh guys listening uh thank you guys for staying with us this yeah. has been uh, another episode of the blackface furnace <laughs>